0: Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kawan Saluja. Our first reading comes from Melody Beattie's The Language of Letting Go, and the topic is Into Orbit. It doesn't matter if they're hurting themselves. It doesn't matter that we could help them if they'd only listen to and cooperate with us. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Codependent no more. All in caps, by the way. <laughs> Back to the reading. I think I can change him. Nobody's ever loved him and he appreciated him before i'll be the one to do that and then he'll change she's never been with anybody trustworthy before i'll prove how trustworthy i am and then she'll be able to love nobody's been able to get to her to conquer her before i'll be the one to do that nobody's ever really given him a chance nobody's ever really believed in him before um i'm just gonna pause that is just uh that in a nutshell you know i I really could not define what codependence was when the first time that uh, you know, for months really after I came with it, I would ask other people, you know, what their version of it is. But this, these types of thoughts are certainly codependent thinking, and you know, in all of these things, it's not taking the responsibility. It's it's like it's almost like feels like being a martyr almost. Anyways, back to the reading. These are warning signs, red lights, red flags. In fact, if we're thinking these thoughts. They need to be stop signs. If we've gotten hooked into believing that somehow we will be the one who will make the difference in someone's life, if we are trying to prove how good we can be for someone, we may be in trouble. This is a game, a deception. It won't work. It'll make us crazy. We can trust that. We're not seeing things clearly. Something's going on with us. It will be self-defeating. You know, and I think this notion of, you know, in childhood, especially that somehow a kid children are responsible for their parents' happiness uh, is insane, is absolutely insane, you know? And, uh, but that's, you know, it's definitely, you know, the perception that I had gotten. So it's like, you're asking someone who, as a kid, who doesn't have the qualifications to do something for an adult, but turns out nobody has the qualifications to, to make anybody else happy, uh, fix them. And, it's not their job. I mean, we have, you know, one life to live, right? <laughs> As that's, I think there was a soap opera called that. Anyways, back to this powerful reading. If we have gotten hooked into believing that somehow we will be the one who will make the difference in someone's life, if we're trying to prove how good we can be for someone, we may be in trouble. This is a game, a deception. It won't work. It'll make us crazy. We can trust that. We're not seeing things clearly. Something's going on with us. It will be self-defeating. We may be the one, all right, the one to wind up victimized. The whole thought pattern reeks of codependency, of not being responsible for oneself, and of victimization. Each person needs to do his or her own work. That is so good. The whole thought pattern reeks of codependency, of not being responsible for oneself, and of victimization. Each person needs to do his or her own work. Nobody in the past has really understood him. Nobody has seen what I see in her. It's a setup. It sets us up to stop paying attention to ourselves while we focus too much on the other person. It takes us away from our path and often puts us in orbit. Nobody has appreciated him enough. Nobody has been good enough to her or done for her what I can do. It's a rescue. It's a game move, a game we don't have to play. We don't have to prove we're the one. If we're out to show people we're the best thing that ever happened to them, It may be the time to see if they're the best thing that ever happened to us. Wow. I mean, this is a really, even by Melody Beatty standards, this is very uh, information-rich and very powerful reading. Um, That part about, um, you know, that whole thought pattern reeks of codependency, of not being responsible for oneself and of victimization. You know, that character defense of victimhood and victimization. And also the character asset of being responsible. Now, we don't have to do everything by ourselves, but we are ultimately responsible for ourselves. Back to the reading. Nobody has appreciated him enough. Nobody has been good enough to her or done for her what I can do. It's a rescue. It's a game move, a game we don't have to play. We don't have to prove we're the one. If we're out to show people we're the best thing that ever happened to them, it may be time to see if they're the best thing that ever happened to us. We have not been appointed as guardian angel, godmother, godfather, or the one who will. The help, support, and encouragement that truly benefits others and ourselves emerges naturally. Let it. God, help me let go of my need to meet dysfunctional challenges in my relationships. Um, That has been one of the most powerful readings I've ever read from her. And really, to be honest, there's so much wisdom in all of them. The next reading also is from the language of letting go and the topic is the gift of readiness. We're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. We progress to the sixth step by working diligently to the best of our ability on the first five steps. This work readies us for a change of heart and openness to becoming changed by a power greater than ourselves. God, I'll repeat that slowly for myself. This work readies us for a change of heart Openness to becoming changed by a power greater than ourselves, God. The path to willingness can be long and hard. Many of us have to struggle with a behavior of feeling before we become ready to let it go. We need to see over and over again that the coping device that once protected us is no longer useful. The defects of character referred to in step six are old survival behaviors that once helped us cope with people, life, and ourselves. But now they're getting in our way and it is time to be willing to have them removed. I mean, I think for me personally, I can think of what I'm ready to remove is just some of the ways that I've coped with anxiety before. These are old behaviors and there's new behaviors that now work and, um, you know, I can pray and I can ask for help and it's just going to be a, a much saner, much clearer way of living. Um to no longer have these, you know, they call them defects, I call them character defenses. Anyways, back to the reading. The defects of character referred to in step six are old survival behaviors that once helped us cope with people, life, and ourselves. But now they're getting in our way, and it is time to be willing to have them removed. Trust in this time. Trust that you're being ready to let go of that which is no longer useful. Trust that a change of heart is being worked out in you. And I would add for myself, trust that a change is coming and it is for good. I think so much of my life and that wanting things to be controlled is, you know, that a change could be for the worse. And, you know, you know, there's that line that, you know, some people see something and they see a problem and other people look at the exact same thing and they see it as an opportunity. So, uh, you know, if you think change is not good, then you're always gonna think it's a problem. If you think change is for the best and you have the trust, change is definitely an opportunity. Um, I'm just, I feel so privileged to read this stuff. I've just read so much uh, useless drivel over the years. And, um, you know, Melody Beatty not only talks about true stuff, but about stuff that matters, you know, back to this reading, uh, trust in this time, trust that you're being readied to let go of that, which is no longer useful. Trust that a change of heart is being worked out in you. God, help me become ready to let go of my defects of character. Help me know in my mind and soul that I'm ready to let go of my self-defeating behaviors, the blocks and barriers to my life. And now we go to ACA Strengthening My Recovery and the topic is Reparenting. The first step in repairing ourselves involves recognizing the loving voice inside. Growing up in a dysfunctional family was chaotic. We walked on eggshells, waited for the other shoe to drop, or held their breath and waited for the war to start in the morning after a brutal night, everybody pretended like nothing had happened. Yeah. And you know, it's funny is to, to take that and transfer that to, you know, work relationships or romantic relationships um, even though the people could be completely different. And even if you're having the understanding, uh, uh, you know, understanding as they say, I think as they say in the big book, half you know, half knowledge availed us of nothing or half truth or, you know, you know what I mean. Anyways, back to the reading. When we first came to ACA, many of us were angry, defensive, and at the end of a rope. We were either in the middle of chaos or in deep isolation. We knew full well what it felt like to be on this emotional roller coaster of life. One minute up, the next minute down. What we learn in this program is that showing up and doing the work is critical. As we learn the value of surrender, acceptance, love, and forgiveness, we begin to build a strong foundation for a better way of life. We learn to reparent ourselves, which means we become our own loving parent who provides our inner child with what we didn't receive from our families. And so like, what would those things be like love, uh, safety, encouragement, um, patience, Um, you know, and that's why I want to read this stuff over and over again, because, you know, Every time, it's like a completely different person. If I'm growing spiritually, it's always going to be a completely different person reading it. And if I'm not, it's going to be that closed-minded person that I was uh, you, know, you know, prior to recovery. Go back to reading. Um, what we learn in this program is that showing up and doing the work is critical. As we learn the value of surrender, acceptance, love, and forgiveness, we begin to build a strong foundation for a better way of life. We learn to reparent ourselves, which means we become our own loving parent who provides her inner child with what we didn't receive from her family. It's like starting fresh, almost like being reborn. On this day, I am grateful for what ACA has taught me about the value of my choices and how to reparent myself. Each day I start fresh and I give my inner child only positive messages. Each day I start fresh and I give my inner child only positive messages. And the final reading also comes from ACA, Strengthening My Recovery, and this topic is Beyond Survival. By moving beyond survival, we realize that lost dreams or wishes can reemerge. We ask our higher power to help us realize our true potential by discovering our true selves, the ones we are meant to be. We live in the moment, finding both the strength to be gentle with ourselves and the insight to recognize when we are being critical of ourselves or others. ACA's solution tells us we can restage our childhood by being our own loving parent. What a healthy-sounding way to change the effects of growing up in an alcoholic or otherwise dysfunctional home. And I always pause here. A loving parent, you know, when you become your own loving parent, then you also take responsibility for how many hours you sleep, eating, like the things that like a, a parent cares about with this kid. You know, you know, my mom always would say, you know, did you eat dinner? And, you know, so much more wisdom than, you know, and I'm one of the gifts of recovery is to really embrace that wisdom because a lot of times I feel something, it could even be anxiety. I'm probably just Hungry. And there's a deprivation part that is, is coming. So, um, yeah, my mom is just a very wise person. Um, as we put these words in action, we learn to be gentle with ourselves, alleviating much of our self-imposed stress. We touch base with and nurture our inner child, finding that this is time well spent. We come to understand that we cannot truly love others until we can love ourselves. This becomes a recovery goal that we practice daily. We give ourselves gentle, positive affirmations. We know the seed of our love was planted in our souls by our higher power, and our true selves will allow that love to grow and flourish. On this day, I will connect with my inner child to recapture a positive memory or dream and live it as an adult, kind of like the TV show, maybe like a podcast, Um, maybe working in sports, (laughs) Anyways, back to the reading. However small this dream or memory seems, I recognize its impact on making me a new person. And uh, wow, today was just one, it was just truly a privilege to read all these and to share with everyone. And uh, you know, I'm going to, um, in a future episode, definitely revisit the ACA affirmations, which are on page 329 and 330 of the Big Red Book. Until next time, this is Kawan Saluja reminding myself to love myself, to feel my feelings. And to pause, because that's where God, my higher power, is.